I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubble. Red alert. All hands stand to battle stations. Luck has foils and attack positions. Prepare for battle! Autobots, roll out! Get ready, it's your weekly dose of nerd culture. All wings report in. With your crew, Obi-John Kenobi. Hello there. Commander Scott. There's nothing amazing about it. I know this ship like the back of my hand. Julian. You tell him I'm coming! And hell's coming with me, you hear? And the Doc. Great Scott! Movies, TV, streaming, video games, comic books, board games, toys, collectibles, cosplay, conventions. If it's happening in the world of geekdom, we're talking about it. So lock and load, bag and board, and roll for initiative. We've got your... Nerd Alert! Hello there, it's Obi John Kenobi, your favorite host in all of podcast, and welcome to another brand new Nerd Alert. This week, we're picking up right where we left off last week, just like Bad to the Future Part 2, we're starting right at the end credit, or the, the pre-credit sequence, here we go. Uh, we're going to finish our look forward at the movies of 2023, and what we're excited to see, uh, we're going to rank them and put them into, uh, I can't wait to see it, I'll wait for it on streaming, or I don't care. Uh, those are our three general categories. But first, in case you somehow missed last week and just wanted to jump into this section of the show, it's weird, but okay, cool. Thanks for listening. Uh, let me introduce who's going to help me go through the movies of 2023. First up, my right-hand man, the man who keeps the nerd in the Talk Nerdy To Me network. He's here to learn you something, whether you want to or not. Ladies and gentlemen, Commander Scott. So how many of us here brush our teeth? Right, show, show of hands. We're not, we're not divide by the zero. None of us brushed our teeth. That's None of us brush our teeth. Okay. Well, for those that do, uh, or at least if you've been in a grocery store in the in the pharmacy, I'm sure you've seen the plethora of of uh, uh, toothpastes that are out there on the market, right? Yes. So you see, you see Colgate, and you see Crest, and you see well, those are the only two that I know off the top of my head. Um, but what do they always show? Like the graphic that is always shown on the cover. Or, or the How many dentists box. recommend it? No, 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 no. The graphic, not the not the, white the, white teeth. The graphic. There's some of those. I'll, I'll get. I'll give you that one. But there's another one that that's usually used, and that is you've got the close up of the toothbrush with that that wavy dollop. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Face. Did yeah. you know that has a that, that, that there's a word for that? The wavy dollop. Of toothpaste on a toothbrush. Okay. Is it not a wavy dollop. It's not a wavy dollop. Is it okay. a? Is it a? Oh god, I can't think of the word now. No, it's not an. Ah, oh god, I can't think of the word now. Ah, uh, the the bang, the bang, the bang, the, some bangerang, bang, bang. No, it's not a. Is it called a, the bangerang? It's not a bangerang. It's it's not a it's not a a, a hook reference. Um, what is it, Scott? It's called a nurdle. N u r d l e. Oh, it is called a nurdle. Not only does it have a name, but around 2010, 2011, there was a 76 page lawsuit filed 
as a result of the Nurdles trademark. Hmm. So apparently the two biggest uh, um, um, uh, producers of toothpaste, um, which was the Colgate Palmolive uh, and uh, company and GlaxoSmithKline. And I don't know which which uh, specific brands they do. Uh, but basically, I guess, like, like GlaxoSmithKline filed a lawsuit saying that they owned the trademark to the Nurdle, the three-colored Nurdle specifically. You know, you see the different layers. Like, we have the whitening layer, and we have the cleaning layer, and we have the minty layer, or whatever the hell that other layer is. I don't know. Um, Aquafresh, that's the one. Triple protection phrase used to promote its uh, global Aquafresh toothpaste plan. Um, they filed a claim against Colgate saying you can't use the Nurdle. It's trademarked. We, we, we own that. Colgate filed a counter lawsuit the same day. This tells you how quickly and how much on the ball the corporate lawyers are. Like it tells you they already had it ready to go. They are in the net. They are in the know, man. They know what's going on. Um, the same day claiming that Glaxo's trademark rights to the Nurdle are too vague uh, and limit fair competition and it, it limited to like a 76 page lawsuit document a triple action claim and all kinds of stuff eventually they settled uh somewhere around 2011 they settled in a confidential statement of or sorry a confidential settlement of litigation so not only did they settle but the terms are are confidential no, no, I'm not, I'm not there yet. Okay. You're at the end of your three minutes. I'm not there yet. No. Let's try, try wrapping it up. It's okay. I'm, I'm done. That, that's it. You know, that's it. That's all there was. It, it's called a nurdle, and there was a lawsuit over it in the early 2000s. Nice. Now, now thank your manager and get off stage. How cool is that? I would like to thank the Academy, <laughs> uh, my mom, my dad, uh, Jay. I couldn't have done this without you, buddy. Um... <laughs> No, no, keep going. Thank you, Scott. <laughs> You're a good sport. Uh, uh, anyway, yes, the Nurdle. So there you go. Now you can impress all your friends by telling them what the little dollop of perfectly placed toothpaste is actually called. It's a uh, Nurdle. <clears throat> so I just, I just have a question Scott yes if um, if we made a nomadic tent out of toothpaste oh god would it be a nurdle yurt <laughs> like get it nurdle no, yurt I'm, I'm nurdle yurt where's, where's, where's the crickets Scott I'm I'm not familiar with a yurt. Uh, wait, wait, did you yurt. Just say ute? Ute? Did you say utes? These two utes. Two youths, sir. Sorry, these youths. <laughs> Was either wear the other suit, which we know you hate, or this. <laughs> Get that? The whole the whole store got the flu. Ah, uh, eh, we're already way out of time. 
Uh, that other voice chiming in with those beautiful dad jokes, ladies and gentlemen, joining us from somewhere in time and space, perhaps via a DeLorean. It's the doc. <laughs> say, Reg, how many times have you been struck by lightning? Say, 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 I got nothing on that one. Sorry, bud. Oh, the great oh. outdoors. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Reggie. Deep cut, buddy. Deep cut. Reggie, he shows up at the bar. Yeah. Six, six times. All right. Six, six, six. Because six, it's, it's the, birthday, six the birthday party for the, the old man who died right before the birthday party, but they don't want to tell anybody because everybody planned for the birthday party, right? Yes. Yeah. And then... Uh, 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 Dan Aykroyd's character, I can't remember the brother. Um, he says, Hey, that's an interesting hairdo you got there. Sort of a neo skunk thing you got going on. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Deep cut, Jay. I Good love time. it. Well, like I said in the intro, we are here to continue on where we left off from last week. We are going through the upcoming movie slate to 2023, specifically theatrically released movies into their movies currently planned to be released in theaters in 2023. That's a big asterisk because there's some stuff on this list that <laughs> it's scheduled to come out this year, but we'll, we'll see when we get there. Uh, so we're going to jump in where we left off. And again, we're going to go through and give everything a rating of I can't wait to see it. I'll wait for it to hit streaming or I don't care uh, or something along those lines. Those are our three categories. So we are jumping in in the month of July. We are set in the summer blockbuster tentpole movie season and kicking things off. We have a movie I did not know was even happening until I got uh, notes out to make this list. Insidious Fear the Dark coming out July 7th. Is that uh, Insidious 5? Yes, and I forgot there was even a 4. Or a 3, there's, for that matter. I'm not sure I've actually seen 4. There's an Insidious 1 and 2? I don't even know. I, this, this Insidious is. and Insidious 2 are really, really well-made horror movies uh, with Patrick Wilson. Not to be confused with The Conjuring, which are also horror movies starring Patrick Wilson. It's yeah. a whole thing. And yeah, I love Patrick Wilson. He's yes. Awesome. Uh, so Insidious is uh, the first one's fantastic. It starts out as like your your run of the mill kind of like family moves into a new house. Weird things start happening. Oh, the house is haunted. But then like at about the fifteen minute mark, <laughs> they give you this great. Uh, it almost feels like a comedy sketch because the the mom is begging uh, or the wife is begging Patrick Wilson, we have to leave. We have to leave this house, uh, which you know happens in every movie. But you're like, oh okay, cool, fine. No, they literally smash cut to they move into a new house. And you're like, oh. Well, this is going to be a short movie then, because uh, it turns out that it's it's not the house that's haunted. It's the kid who's haunted and the spirits are following him. And it has astral projection and and creepy Darth Maul faced villain uh, uh, demon guy. Great movie. I remember the first two. I kind of remember they made a third one that focused on a, a side character. I didn't even remember they made a fourth one. But the fifth one, Fear of the Dark, is coming out. Um what? Yeah, this one says the Lamberts. I assume that's the family name. That's the family, yeah. We yeah. kind of shied away from them in, a, in the third or fourth movie. We, we went yeah. up to a side character. I don't know. This one says the Lamberts, 10 years after the last installment, which we can assume is four, as Dalton, I, I assume that's the kid that's haunted, begins college. Yes, so, uh, so we're, we're circling back to the family. Um, this is also going to be directed by Patrick Wilson. 
yeah, this 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 feels like a hey, Patrick Wilson's awesome. We should give him something. He kind of wants to do this. Let's let him do it. Um, yeah, and I have no problem with that. Yeah, I mean, I love Patrick Wilson. Uh, this is for me. I'll if I see it on streaming and I remember it exists after I've watched <laughs> the record that I didn't know existed until tonight. I I may watch it. Uh, look, Insidious is great. Um, it, 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 uh, the sequel one and two were kind of very closely connected because they kind of two kind of picks up where the first one ends off. Um, but I, I forgot there was a three, I must have missed four. There's, I know at least one of them doesn't have Patrick Wilson or the family, it goes to a spinoff character. But I'm excited for it. I love a good horror movie and I will support Patrick Wilson. So for me, this is a, I'll go see it. Kind of weird it's coming out in July, but I'll take it. I'll pass. So there you go. The full gamut. We got to all see in theaters. I'll check it out on streaming if I remember it exists. Uh, and uh, I'll pass. There you go. There's all three in one movie. Uh, all right. Moving on then. Um, one I think we're probably all a little more excited for. Um, we have coming out on July 14th, the movie that wins the award for longest title. <clears throat> Mission, colon, Impossible colon dead reckoning colon part one it uh, is my, my, mission my, impossible seven in case so you're keeping my, track my, my screen shows mission colon impossible dash dead reckoning oh, sorry sorry my bad that's what my screen shows thank you for correcting my spelling scott yeah um uh, yeah this is ahead, one scott. i actually would like to see because mm-hmm. every time a Mission Impossible comes out, I'm like, oh, yeah, Mission Impossible. Those sound like fun action movies that I can turn my brain off to. Wait, I've only ever seen Mission Impossible. <laughs> I should probably catch up. Well, okay. <laughs> the first one you definitely cannot turn your brain off for. Uh, you definitely need to pay attention to that movie. From yeah, two on, different story. But yeah. uh, I quit counting this franchise out like three movies ago. Uh, because I double checked numbers today to make sure I wasn't just imagining things, but literally, we're seven movies in and they keep making more money than the previous installment. So, I people people are enjoying him. And the yes. last one, and the one thing this franchise does sort of is it doesn't necessarily require you to remember what happened in the last one. Nope. And you can thank the Mission Impossible franchise for one thing. And that is the existence of Top Gun Maverick. Mm. I, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying Tom Cruise doesn't make good movies, but the fact that Tom Cruise has as lucrative of a repetitive franchise as huh. possible gives him the clout. He's yeah. built the clout he has yeah. through this franchise. Yeah, the Mission Impossible is to Tom Cruise what Rocky is to Stallone. It, it, my, my career is in a slump. The mummy tank, let's make another Mission Impossible. Hey, pull that script off the shelf. We're, we're doing yeah. Mission Impossible. Doing a Mission Impossible again, yeah. I really want to do Tom. I want to really do the Top Gun sequel. Okay, let, can you crank out three more top, uh, Mission Impossible movies and then we'll we'll, we'll talk? Okay, okay fine, but I'm shooting them back to back. Fine, that works. I'm not getting any younger. <laughs> we're doing them all at once. Uh, because that's um, yeah, part to part. Go ahead, Jay. Sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I haven't seen any after three. So I just sort of stopped watching the franchise. Um, up until the, the most recent one, which I forget what it was called, uh, they are, they're all kind of standalone. 
the only character who really carries over is Luther, and then eventually Simon Pegg, who has a character name, but I don't remember it. Um, <laughs> he's Simon Pegg. They kind of jump in as just supporting people, but again, if you don't remember from the last movie, it doesn't matter because they don't get any character development. They're just there to be his guy in the chair and his buddy driving the car. They're just the supporting people. Uh, this last one tried to kind of connect to, to not only the previous movie, but it tried to connect way back to the original Mission Impossible because it brought in the who, if I remember correctly, a character who's supposed to be the daughter of the villain from the first movie. I missed the first time. I had to go back and be like, oh, that's what they were trying to do. So I, and well, I'm assuming this will carry at least part of that forward, and it's a two-parter. So this one yeah. might be kind of dipping its toe in the, hey, let's have continuity, which is going to be a mistake, because James Bond tried that, and it didn't work. Well, the, the, the villain of the first movie is Phelps, who was the, the team leader in the show way back in the 60s. Okay, uh, not not Phelps, then. It was the uh, his Patsy, the arms lady, who was trying to get the knock list. Oh, okay, the Patsy. Okay, gotcha. Not Joe, um, whatever her name was. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, but so my my two favorite Mission Impossible kind of stories is one with Simon Pegg, when 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 he was uh, he was on set in whichever movie that that uh, um, Tom Cruise does the stunt where he holds onto the side of the airplane when it's taking off. Ethan Ethan Hunt is uh-huh. onto the side uh-huh. of the airplane. Apparently, you know, Tom Cruise actually did that stunt. Like he's yep. completely, he's completely wired in. Of course, you know. Yeah, and um, he had special contacts in to like yeah. for like safety glasses. Yeah, exactly. And 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 the the plane just literally took off, lifted off the air, and then sat right back down. Of course, they didn't go into full flight. But, um, uh, but I remember Simon Pegg talking about it. He was on set when they did that, and and, and according to Simon Pegg, when 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 he's he's off the side, and he watches. The plane is lifting off, and he, he said, I thought to myself, wow, I get to be here when Tom Cruise dies. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's, that brings me to my next note, which is, uh, so again, like, I quit doubting why are we making these movies, because they keep doing well. Um, so the answer to my own question is, when is this franchise going to end? It's going to end when Tom Cruise dies doing what, because at least one movie, he gets one giant, ludicrous, like, Chris Angel, mind freak. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm magical. Yeah. Uh, there's no way a human being should survive this kind of stunt. He gets at least one per movie. Uh, and, and even the last one, when he tried jumping off a roof to another roof, and I, don't, I shouldn't say try, he did it. Uh, he broke his ankle doing it, but he did it. Uh, but he kept going anyway. Nothing can stop Tom Cruise. Apparently nothing can kill Tom Cruise. And that's what these movies are. These movies are Tom Cruise funding ways to try to find out how to kill himself because Tom Cruise is immortal. I might have gone into a rabbit hole here, but... Sorry. What was the second Simon Pegg story, Scott? It's not a second Simon Pegg story. It's the the second second Mission Impossible thing with, with, with the franchise that kills me, and that is, it is the... I don't, I don't know how to say it. Um, the fact that the first movie has um, uh, Emilio Estevez is in the movie for like yeah. like a Five half minutes. a second. Yeah, exactly. Like it's Emilio Estevez. Like he's a headliner. He's a star, and he's in this movie for like less than half a heartbeat. It, it it's right on par with uh, Luke Perry in Fifth Element shit. <laughs> like, well, like, why is he in this movie? So with Mission Impossible, they build that because they wanted to. The, the plot of that movie was very much 
secretive and yeah. the, his whole original IMF team getting killed spoiler for a movie that's like 30 years old uh, they they cast big names because they wanted you to think oh well that person's going to be yeah. in this for a bit yeah well that and also I don't know if you saw it or not but when the movie premiered like at the premiere of the movie <laughs> yep are, you know what I'm talking about Martin I Lang, think I do okay no never mind never mind no. no you don't know what I'm talking about so at the premiere of the movie uh, I think it was E at the time E you know the uh, entertainment yeah e, yeah the channel work, yeah so whoever the and I forget the uh, 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 the the person doing the interviews there on the red carpet was uh, it was it was some girl I forget her name whatever right was she catches Martin Landau on the red carpet there for Mission Impossible and she's talking to Martin Landau. And she's like, oh, blah, 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 blah. She asked the question, why are you here? Now, Martin Landau being like one of the major players in the original TV show of Mission Impossible. And he lost it on her. He just like, young lady, if you're going to do this job, you need to do your homework. Don't ask me a question like that here on this red carpet. You need to figure out what you need to do before you continue in this industry. Thank you very much. And he leaves. And she is like flabbergasted. She doesn't know what she said wrong. It's funny as shit. I'll have to go Google that. No, I thought you know the story of how uh, when Emilio Estevez was doing press and he spoiled that he dies in the movie. Oh, no, I didn't know this one. He was doing some talk show. I, the movie, I think, had already come out, maybe. Because okay. uh, he, 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 was, he was on one of those late-night talk shows, and they, and they talked about, hey, so you're in that new Mission Impossible. And he goes, yeah, but you better be there quick, or you're going to miss me. Uh, 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 yeah. I, I had a real quick Simon Pegg, Tom Cruise story. Okay. On, uh, in Mission Impossible 5, I think is what it was. Sure. Um you know, Tom Cruise, he's driving that car and Simon Pegg's in the car with him. Uh-huh. Um, and Tom Cruise was actually driving the car. But Simon Pegg didn't know this. Uh, Tom Cruise kept turning on his seat warmer. And wait, 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 wait. Tom Cruise kept turning on Tom Cruise's seat warmer. Oh, sorry. Kept turning on Simon Pegg's seat warmer. Tom Cruise kept turning on Simon Pegg's seat warmer. OK, thank you. Thank you, Scott. Why? What did I say? Well, you said Tom Cruise kept turning on his, and that could have been interpreted either way. So I was curious. Which yeah, this way. is this is why I teach math. Anyway, so, <laughs> so anyway, Simon Pegg kept having his seat warmer turned on by Tom Cruise. There you go. And they couldn't they couldn't have the windows down for filming, and so Simon Pegg would be like, "Why is it so hot in here?" And Tom's like, "I don't know. I'm comfortable. I don't like, know. I'm fine." <laughs> And it took him forever to, like, figure out that that's what was going on. I mean, like, they shot this scene how many times? And he's like, God, why is the seat warm? Why does it feel so hot in here? And Tom Cruise just would always like, yeah, I'm okay. Why? What's wrong with you? That's just, that's just funny. Uh, well, I, we're going to move on because we're 20 minutes in and we've covered two movies. So we're going to keep this rolling. Um all right, boys, this next one I know you're all excited for because in the grand tradition of toy lines being turned into giant, mega-successful blockbuster movies, here we go, boys, the one we've all been waiting for. Forget G.I. Joe, forget Transformers. July 21st, Barbie. Yeah, 
I think I saw this on Pornhub once, where where uh, Ken becomes anatomically correct by a wish from Barbie. I already like that movie better. So this movie has the oddest freaking trailer I have ever seen. I don't understand who this movie is made for. At least by the one trailer they've put out, because so it stars Margot Robbie as Barbie. Good casting. Ryan Gosling as Ken. Okay, cool, fine, get it. Directed by Greta Gerwig, who's best known for Lady Bird and Little Women, which are like indie drama movies. And then there's this, which I can't quite decide if it's trying to make fun of Barbie or if Barbie's in on the joke of it or what. There's a lot of comedians in the cast. It's got Kate McKinnon, Will Ferrell, Michael Sarah, and Rhea Perlman. I, 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 don't, I don't understand who this is supposed to be for. Uh, and then that's really I, all I got for this movie. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I, I haven't seen any trailer or anything. You got me. I know nothing about it. It's well, not even on my radar. And the, the teaser trailer is like a, a 2001 old, a Space yeah. Odyssey parody. Yeah. Yeah. It's like an homage to 2001 a Space Par- a Space Odyssey. It, a space it looks like parody? a fake yeah. a Space parody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it looks like a fake trailer SNL would make. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm I'm very confused. I don't know. Yeah, and it's like they're they're throwing away their old dolls for this Barbie doll, and it's like ah, oh, and I it's just weird. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't because apparently Will Ferrell. Is... Yeah, Will Ferrell's apparently playing some kind of uh, toy company uh, like president business person, which I'm like okay, so president business. The, yeah, in 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 the Barbie movie, Barbie's a real person, not. A toy? She's is she the person that toys based? I don't get. It. I'm confused. I don't know what's going on. That show didn't help uh, clear things up any. But um, I'm going to put this under the category of I will probably end up taking my sister to go see it. Uh, I think I killed enough Barbie dolls in her childhood. I owe her one. So GI uh, Joe, I, American hero. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Thank you, Jay. Cobra so Commander killed enough Barbie dolls. Sorry, not me. Cobra <laughs> Commander. <laughs> Destro helped a little bit. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll never see this. I don't care. All right, all right. We're gonna keep on trucking. Here we go. Uh, July twenty first. We've got a period movie based on a real historical person and a real historical event. Uh, it's got a stacked cast: Cillian Murphy, Emily Blunt, Matt Damon, Robert Downey Jr., Florence Pugh, Gary Fucking Oldman, Kenneth Goddamn Branagh, Rami Malek. James Remar, Jack Quaid, Josh Hartnett, and that's just where I stop writing names. Yeah. It, it, it is the story of Robert Oppenheimer and the creation of the atomic bomb. I am so excited for this movie, except for the director. But I'm going to let you guys talk first. Oppenheimer, July 21st. Uh, I might make the trek to go see it. What? 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 No. <laughs> no. I think this might be our rantiest entry. So Scott, no. go. No, 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 no. I am vetoing yes. this. This little. Uh-oh. This. Oh. Meh. Meh. This is Oppenheimer, sir. This is in yours and mine's wheelhouse. This, this, this is what you and I love. Is this type of shit? And you're gonna be like, meh. I may go see it. No, no. You're gonna go see it. Because we're what? doing an entire episode on this movie. Okay. Yeah. No, no. You're gonna go see it. I don't care. Um. I do actually. This this does intrigue me. I I do want to see it. Uh, also, for comedic value, 
when I was like, okay, because Megan and I were looking through stuff, and I was like, all right, Megan, the next movie you need to look up is Oppenheimer. And she's like, the composer? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I was like, no, the guy that invented the the atomic bomb. Oh. He didn't invent (laughs) the atomic bomb. That is a a very oversimplification of, of his role in that program. Okay, right, but like, yes, yeah, it's, the man it's, who helped create the atomic yeah, bomb. The man, the, the man who facilitated the creation of the atomic bomb. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Now, now, do 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 I have any qualms that the atomic bomb would have been developed um, without him? No, it would have been eventually. But this man brought it into the world a good ten to twenty years before it would have been without him. Because this man knew how to get shit done. He knew how to organize. He was not the brains behind it, but he knew how to kick the brains into high gear. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to relay a little bit of a story here about uh, uh, J. Robert Oppenheimer. Okay. All right. Just going to get my music ready. <clears throat> Go ahead. Sorry. 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 Um, so there, there's a... There, 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 I, I, Years ago, I was listening to this this like dramatic. Uh, it was it was an actor basically dramatizing in, in the role of J. Robert Oppenheimer. His 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 uh, what's the word I'm looking for? His uh, memoirs, right? You know, and 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 basically, uh, he was he was talking, and and he went to was it Harvard? I forget the college. Uh, but he went where the 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 scientists had been working on um, uh, the 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 visible material, the U two thirty five, how much they needed, blah 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 blah. And he met with them. Now this is days after he took on uh, uh, running the program, the Manhattan Project, and he he met with them because he's wanting to know where all of his people are, and he wants to know where they are in their development. And they said, "Well, we can like there's like gentlemen, what do we got for visible material? What do we need?" How much material, how much U-235 do we need? And they said, well, this is where we're at. This is our equations, and we believe this is how much. But we could be off by as much as a factor of 10. And he looked at these people, pretty much the smartest people in the world. And he said, so you can't tell me if I need 10 grams or 1,000 grams. He said, gentlemen, that is unacceptable. I don't care who you are, he said. I'm going to leave here. I'm going to make some calls. I'm going to be back in an hour. I want a number, and I want that number to be accurate. And so he left, and he came back, and they gave him a number. And surprisingly, ultimately, that number did prove to be uh, very close to accurate. Um, But that was the type of devotion he could inspire in people. In the interim, the call that he made was he was was talking to his people down in Oak Ridge, Tennessee, because in order to get U-235 material, uranium-235, there was two different methods for separating. No, 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 no. I'm going <laughs> to finish the story. I don't care what music you play. Um, there were two methods. One, in which was being developed in um, uh, California, was a filtration system that would filter out the U-225 and a U-235 from the U-239. Uh, it's been a while. Um, and it took a while. The faster method was being developed in uh, Oak Ridge, Tennessee, and that was a cyclotron, right? It would it would throw it because the U two thirty five was a little heavier, and it would it would it would it would filter out. And so he was talking with them, 
and he's like he's like where are we at gentlemen what do we got and they're like well we we can't generate a magnetic field strong enough to throw the cyclotron fast enough to 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 separate separate out the u-235 the physical material and he's like what do you need he's like you tell me what you need no holds barred i don't care what it is and they said we need silver so he called the u.s treasury department and he's like we need silver for the manhattan project and the u.s treasury department the director of the u.s treasury department's like of course it's for the war effort it's it's national defense that is completely fine you know we, we got your back how much silver do you need to which uh j robert oppenheimer having you know his information he had gathered from his people at oak ridge uh replied six thousand tons please and the response he got back from the treasury department officially was well here at the treasury department we measure silver by the troy ounce and they sent it six thousand tons of silver measured in troy ounces and at the end of the project at the end of the war all six thousand tons were accounted for and returned to the u.s treasury department they did not lose a single troy ounce that's just awesome okay Here's why I can't get excited for this movie. Uh, That's a great score. It's it's got great story. Seriously. Uh, I'm with you. Like the reason I started this entry this way is this is an awesome subject for a movie. This is a ridiculously awesome cast to tell this story. The reason I can't get excited for it is because the name Christopher Nolan is attached to this as both co-writer and director. And Chris Nolan is a director who is now, in my book, firmly in the how is he going to fuck this up category. <laughs> Since 2010, when he made Inception, which is a freaking masterpiece. Inception is is a as near perfect as a movie can get. It is great. Everything he's done since then has been dog shit. Progressively worse and worse. Dark Knight Rises sucked. Interstellar, two-thirds of it sucked. Oh, uh, I love Dunkirk, so he found a way to fuck that up. Uh, and then Tenet, which was absolute unintelligible crap. Uh, he is he is firmly on my oh great this is going to look pretty, but he he, he can't help himself. He's going to overcomplicate the story because he can't help himself. He's going to somehow throw in some kind of non-linear time structure to to because he can't just tell a story beginning, middle, and end. He's got to be all quirky with it and shit. He somehow somehow he's going to find a way to screw this up. Um, I'll be there to see how he does it, but uh, I do not expect this to be a good movie. The acting will be great. Uh, I'm sure it'll look fantastic, but uh, he's somehow going to find a way to overcomplicate this story and screw it up. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm about, I'm, I'm, I'm bad about 500 with Christopher Nolan. Uh, not quite as bad as you, but I agree he's He's told some dog shit stories and stuff. That's fine. Um, I'm still looking forward to Oppenheimer. Uh, I am firmly believe that at some point, I, I would not be surprised if at some point we get a scene, you know, with Oppenheimer talking to some big wig and the big wig says, okay, so it's a bomb. And, and Oppenheimer goes, this is not a bomb. Wait, sorry. 
Yeah, I messed that joke up. <laughs> Sorry. Because some days you can't get rid of a bomb. <laughs> but no, I'm looking forward to this one. This one I will be in theaters to see. I I I can't even say I'm cautiously optimistic. There's a chance he might not screw it up. There's a great filmmaker in there somewhere. Maybe this will be the start of his comeback. I'd love that, but I'm not going to hold my breath on it. Um, Jay, any thoughts on Oppenheimer? Yeah. Ah. All right, then. <laughs> Moving on to what I know Jay can't wait for, because Jay loves nothing else like a good Marvel movie, and it wouldn't be summer without a Marvel movie. July 28th, we have the movie everyone has been dying to see, The Marvels, a.k.a. Captain Marvel 2. Control your excitement, guys. Uh, this brings back Brie Larson as Carol Danvers slash Captain Marvel, joined by, uh, I'm going to mispronounce his name, and I apologize, Tayona Paris, uh, who plays Monica Rambeau. We saw her in... Um, WandaVision, and then she has kind of a cameo uh, as a different version of the same character in, in uh, Doctor Strange. Um, I, I believe she'll properly be in as Photon. Uh, and then she, they're joined by, and I'm also going to mispronounce this name, Aman Vellani, who plays Kamala Khan, Ms. Marvel from the series. Um, so it's, it's the Furies all together. Uh, sorry, it's the Marvels all together, joined <laughs> by Nick Fury. I looked at my notes and got distracted. Dyslexia is fun, kids. Um, they are going to be uh, directed by Ta-Nehisi Coates, who did the 2021 Candyman, which was a really good horror movie. So interesting move for that. Uh, this is one. This, this is going to be the start of a theme to a lot of movies on this list. As of the time of this recording, we have no poster, no teaser, no trailer. So based on what we already know, how excited are you guys for the Marvels? Don't care. <laughs> okay. I I kind of agree with with Jay. Like uh, when when Miss Mar Captain Marvel released, I'm like, oh okay, we're introducing the uh, the scrolls and stuff, and and Captain Marvel, and then they went on to make uh, Carol Danvers so damned overpowered in. Um, uh end game and stuff it's like eh. and then they had miss marvel you know well actually i take that take that back then they had you know wandavision which gave us monica rambeau which only teased at her and unless you know who the character of monica rambeau is you don't even realize she's a miss marvel or captain Mar she's captain marvel so she's a captain marvel um, and then you've got the whole Miss Marvel thing, and now we're just going to take all these Marvels that we have and throw them together into a female movie that we're not advertising or shit, and nobody knows what's going on. And I firmly believe that, that Carol Danvers, who is a great character, is literally just getting lost in her own sequel. That's the I'm with you, because yeah, I, I, I do not like the way they've done Captain Marvel in the MCU. Um, and it's 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 without getting the to, to, to the writing of that movie was terrible because you you spend two hours with the character and at the end of that two hours you still have no idea who Carol Danvers is, which is one of the things I loved about Ms. Marvel, uh, which I know a lot of people haven't watched or haven't gotten into, but Ms. Marvel Kamala Khan is just dripping with charm and joy, and I love watching that character and that actress portraying that character, and I feel like she's been thrown into this to kind of inject some life and some some uh um yeah 
Yeah. Um, I can't think of the word to help to balance out the just complete flat performance of Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. Yeah. Um, and, and, and Hey, Monica Rambeau, uh, again, we see kind of her origins in, in WandaVision. And then we, we have a alternate universe version of her and Dr. Strange of what she could be. So let's come back. Okay, cool. Fine. Uh, yeah. but uh, there's so many, as with Marvel, so many plates spinning in the air. Uh, I want to say this comes out before secret invasion where the scrolls will have their heel turn. Um, so I assume this might be setting that up, but I don't remember the giant release calendar, so I don't know what's going on with that. Uh, until I know more, it's a Marvel project. I'm intrigued. I'm curious what's going to go on. I don't know if I'm going to rush out to see it right away. Yeah. Um, the the same way we, yeah, go ahead. Well, sorry. Personally, I think so. Kamala Khan, uh, is getting the short end of the stick on this because. It, of the three characters, she is the the character and the actress, of course, playing that character that deserves a proper sequel to her origin story, which was a good origin story and it was a good story. Just period. Mm-hmm. Like like she deserves the her next outing to be all about her. And then uh, the actress there, of course, playing Monica Rambeau, deserves to have an actual outing as her version of Captain Marvel. Like lumping these two characters in with a Brie Larson sequel literally just feels like a short changing of those two characters and those two actresses. It's going to be curious how they tie them all together. Uh, Monica Rambeau works for Sword, so you can kind of bend over to get why she would have something to do with Captain Marvel, who's always you know, in the MCU. She's built as she's 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 out there in the cosmos doing stuff. Um, but again. Ms. Marvel Kamala Khan is very much a the superhero next door Spider-Man type character, and, yeah. and it's going to be we got kind of a tease of how of what I shouldn't say how of what will happen to get them together. But again, until I see more and know what's going, I have faith in Marvel, but it, it's hard to get excited for something we don't really know anything about besides these characters will be in it. So, color me intrigued. Yeah, I, I've I have no horse in this race. But, okay. <laughs> right, right now, the only thing we really need Carol Danvers and the MCU for is to give Rogue her powers. Well, her her secondary powers. Yes. We'll see how that plays out. Moving on, then we are now into August, and Jay, this one I know is going to perk you up, buddy, because it, it ain't summer without a good killer shark movie, and oh boy, we're getting the Meg Two, the Trench. On yeah. August fourth, you know I have a copy of the Meg, and mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure the plastic is still on the DVD. Oh, <laughs> like I, I bought it because it was in the five dollar bin at Walmart, and I was like, yeah, I I wanted to see this movie when it came out, and I just haven't watched it yet. Have you seen Jaws? Yeah, you're in the neighborhood. Okay. <laughs> Um, based on the best-selling novel, which went on to become a series, uh, there is the sequel to The Meg is called The Trench, so I don't know if they're adapting the second book or just stealing the name or what. Um, and Jay, I'm with you. Uh, uh, when this first popped up, I was like, they're making a sequel to The Meg? I saw The Meg in theaters. I kind of enjoyed it. Uh, I, I didn't hate it, at least I should say. Uh, uh, but I didn't think we'd ever get a second one, so I double-checked. The first movie made $527 million. Plus another $36 million on home video. So why are they so making that's a why sequel? 
<laughs> because it made five hundred and twenty-seven million dollars. Oh. And it probably cost maybe a hundred million. Uh, look, I'm a sucker for a good killer shark movie. Uh, and there's no better time to go see a killer shark movie than the summer. So uh, this might be my guilty pleasure, but I'm going to be there opening night. Okay. Love a good shark movie. I don't. Sorry. I'm a simple man, Jay. He's a simple, simple man. Scott, yeah. how excited are you so, to so see the trench? I, I did not see the Meg. Um, I'm not a big fan of monster movies. Like where the primary antagonist is just a big monster, except, of course, like the the old school Japanese Godzilla movies. I don't like the American Godzilla movies. Okay. Um. Uh. So I didn't see the Meg. I didn't see Jaws. Or did I see Jaws? I don't think I've seen Jaws. Um. I understand the 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 the, the core concept, but um, I will have to say I did see the one with um. Samuel L. Jackson, I think, was it? Was Deep, it blue Deep blue is like a shark's fin. I did see that from the from right before he dies to the end, and I thought that was funny. Oh, well, uh, you've seen when, the whole thing. Okay. Yeah, we watched it. Okay, we, we watched did. it. Okay. Uh, yeah. You've been present in a room while it's on. We'll say that. I, okay. Uh, we can't testify that you actually right. watched it. I'll, like I'll you were, no, you it. were questioning everything. You were like, well, "That's not right." Yeah, you were like, "How ah, <laughs> the hell that work? What the hell's sense. going on?" And like you, then you would just start like cackling at certain <laughs> points, and you're just like, "That's not the way engineering works." As the like, <laughs> that's not how any of this works. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then but... I'm pretty sure at the part where like he shoots the harpoon into the shark oh, and then yes. hits his buddy. Yes, and and then he yes. puts the he puts the wire to the battery. You go wait. How does he know which end's positive? Yeah, how does he know which end's positive? Which is negative? Actually, I remember watching that scene where he 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 fires the harpoon. Uh, the first time I saw the movie, not not this past time when I saw it with you all that I clearly don't remember at all. Um, <laughs> but I remember the first time I watched it, and 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 we get to that point, and I'm like, wait a minute, this guy's a cook. So he's getting ready to fire a ranged weapon into melee combat with no training. He's not trained in the weapon. Like his odds of hit there are the odds are of, of him hitting. I'm, I'm looking at it from a role playing standpoint. Like like his odds are better of hitting uh, his, his friend in melee than it is the shark. And that's exactly what it is. I'm like, so yep. call it or what? I mean, you know, he can't right. fire a weapon he's not trained in into melee. Uh, you know, in these circumstances, he's just he's not gonna hit his target. It's my favorite lampshade moment in a movie because when Thomas Jane does come back to talk to him, his first line is, It's a 30 foot shark. Can you hit me? Can you hit me? Yeah, he uh, he rolled a one on his wild guy. He, he did roll a one, uh, on his wild guy. <laughs> it was it was bad. Mistake, he rolled high enough to hit it, but yeah, that one, that one, one on his wild guy. guy. Yeah, and he, he pinned he pinned Thomas Jane to it. That's a very good way of putting it. Um, so, but that being said, I'm yeah. looking at the I'm looking at the trivia on IMDb for for this movie because I can't <laughs> help myself. Um, and it's not even out yet. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. It's got trivia because there's one thing here that says, and I'm curious about this. While speaking to entertainment site Den of Geek. In April 21, director Ben Wheatley hinted that the film might see Jason Statham facing off against not one, but several 
giant prehistoric sharks. I have not read the sequel, uh, but I'm going to go ahead and spoil the first one for you guys. There's already more than one. Well, Jason Statham's fighting the rest of them in this. Good. I'm in. Uh, this movie is ridiculous. And I don't care. Is right. he also going to drive a car really fast for a lot of money? No, 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 no. That's, that's, we're, we're getting to that later. Uh, we're going to move on now to another movie that fits in the category. Uh, because at the time of recording, this movie has no poster, no teaser, no trailer. It doesn't even have any cast officially announced, but it's got a release date. So we're talking about it. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem scheduled for August 4th release. This is a CG animated movie produced by Seth Rogen, said to be a full-on reboot of the Turtles franchise. What do you think? With all that to go on, what do you think? I'll pass until I know more. Is that that an option? Can I pass until I know more? Just taking a pass, I like it. I mean, I like TMNT and stuff. The IDW stuff was good. I was a fan of the 90s, back in the 90s and stuff. Um, that being said, I don't care about the original comics or the original creator. Um, but this one, if it shows up in streaming and the poster looks good, I may watch it. I don't know. I'm holding out hope simply because, so Seth Rogen and his production company are behind this. And I know a lot of people like, oh, Seth Rogen's making it. And that kind of put them off. And I can kind of understand that. However, Seth Rogen also produced Invincible the cartoon series on Amazon Prime, which is not only an amazing series, but is also one of the greatest comic book adaptations I think I've ever seen. So that gives me a lot of hope and faith. Uh, and, and and again, our movie, where we don't even really know the plot or any of the voice actors. I think CG animated is the way to go with a Ninja Turtles movie. Um, the, either that or you go full live action and put guys in suits again. I hate the whole uh the the michael bay ones where it's mocap stuff i I did not care for that so there's enough positive in this i'm excited for it i'm curious about it um but again and this is also one where not only is it we have no real information about it but i really highly doubt it's going to make this release date unless they're a lot further along than they want people to know a cg animated movie uh coming out in august and we don't even have a voice cast for it yet I have a feeling this might get bumped to 2024. But that's all I got. So we'll move on then. Let's see what has any last words about the Turtles movie? No, nope, let's keep rolling. We're rolling. Roll this as, all right, here we go. As, August as 11th. Okay, as sorry, As long as it doesn't feature a weird um, sewer connection from the Adirondack Mountains into downtown Manhattan, <laughs> uh, I think it'll be. <sighs> Whew. Yeah, uh, yeah. That, that's we should hope so, Scott. We should hope so. Okay, this is the sorry. Same engineers that built the Smithsonian. Yes. yes. <laughs> that, that facility was built by Time Lord, Scott. Uh, a movie I forgot was happening, and I am cautiously optimistic about, only because this company's already made this movie and it bombed terribly. So maybe they learned their lesson. August eleventh, Disney is releasing Haunted Mansion. Now hold on. Hold on. Just, just hold on. It's their second try at this. No offense to, to Eddie Murphy. It's their second go around. 
this one uh, has a cast Winona Ryder, Owen Wilson, Jamie Lee Curtis, Jared Leto, Danny DeVito, Rosario Dawson, uh, Tiffany Haddish. Um, according to IMDb, we're going to see actual ghost characters from the ride in the movie about the ride. Um, crazy idea, I know. Uh, but if none of that floats your boat, let me drop this little kernel on you. The movie is being co-written and produced by Guillermo del Toro. Hey, I'll watch anything with Guillermo, Guillermo the, 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 the bull guy. <laughs> Guillermo del Toro? Yeah, Toro. Toro, Toro. Uh, listen, John. Yes. I don't want to hurt your feelings. I feel like he's about to, though. He is. But not everybody has as strong of a love towards Disney and its rides as you do. Uh, contrary to your, your thoughts on going to Disney all the time and you know i i know dale's idea too uh i i think i've been to disney once in my entire life so i like we need, we need to fix that <clears throat> no taste. no no i yep. i it doesn't bother me at all like i don't care um i literally know nothing about the ride haunted mansion uh so i have zero stake whatsoever in this film and I don't care that the first one bombed because I never watched it. And I'll uh, probably never watch this one because, again, I I don't have any. I, I If I didn't have a horse in any of the other races, this one, the horse isn't even in the race. It's dead and buried. And I've moved on poor, poor to horse. greener pastures. So Thanks for breaking it to me easy, Jay. Thanks. <laughs> I'm going to cry in a fucking corner for a minute. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of on the same page with, with Jay on this one. I've never been to Disney. Um, I have <sighs> no plans. I have no plans to ever go to Disney because I can't see <laughs> spending that much money to give to Disney to go to a park. Um, you will when I convince your wife to force you to. Eh, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, and, uh, uh yeah uh the only way i will ever go to disney is not for me i'll tell you that right now um so you're saying there's a chance <laughs> yeah but there have to be somebody else in the mix and that person doesn't exist at this point in time um but uh uh haunted mansion mansion i'm kind of on, like once again i'm on the, the the same page with jay i i've never ridden the ride i don't care about the ride. i have no venture vested interest in the ride I didn't watch the first one. Uh, That's good because it's terrible. I mean, I, I'll never say I'll never see it, but right now I I don't I don't really care. There's nothing about this that makes me want to say, "Ooh, I'd kind of like to see that" in any shape, form, or fashion. That's hey, look. you know what, Scott? Yeah, I tell you what, we'll, me and you will just go see Oppenheimer again. Yes, yes, we will. <laughs> John can have his little Disney ride movie thingy, and uh, we'll go see a real movie. <laughs> well, a real movie is a bit of a stretch. It's a, that's a bit harsh, I think, because because Haunted Mansion is going to be a real movie. But 
we just don't have the vested interest in it that 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 Obi-Wan just, apparently does. I'm just trying to get as many jabs in as at John as I can before I know. We I the know. Next movie. I'm trying not to jump on that man wagon. Um, <laughs> yeah. Are you crying in the corner yet, John? John. <clears throat> Hey, I have to work with him, and I have to get get him to 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 do the stuff that I don't want to do anymore. So, you know what? Hey, Scott. Yeah. Go go ahead and play the clip. Oh shit! Uh, the clip. Yeah, you know the one. I do. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I don't. I don't think John's mad. I don't. I don't know what. I don't know what clip you're talking about. I no. Was, no, I'm not mad. Why am I mad? What oh, reason would I possibly have to be mad? Why would I be mad right now? I'm not mad about anything. There's nothing to be mad about. No, 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 no. Yeah, I got it right. And I'm not. I'm. I'm not mad. Why would I be mad? I have nothing to be mad about. I have no reason to be upset about anything. Nothing at all. No reason to be upset at all. Did you hear that? <laughs> Moving on. <clears throat> I don't know in what is perhaps the movie I am most excited for on this entire list, and I will get to a caveat with that in a minute later. I heard about this movie several years ago. It's been in development for a long time. I am so happy it's finally coming out. Stick with me here. August 11th, Last Voyage of the Demeter. Yes. This is a full movie yeah. based on, from the from the pages of Bram Stoker's Dracula, this is an entire film based about the ship that carried Dracula to England from Transylvania. Yes. It stars Liam Cunningham, the, the Onion Knight from Game of Thrones. You all remember him? The guy cut his fingers off. We love him, right? Okay. He's the captain of the ship. Uh, and a guy named Javier Botet. Botet. Yeah. As Dracula. Don't worry. You haven't seen him in anything, but you've seen him. Uh, he played the Crooked Man in The Conjuring 2, and he's played several other like monster and creepy characters in other movies. So he's more of like a suit kind of character actor. Um, directed by Andre <clears throat> Overdahl, which I'm also probably mispronouncing. You haven't heard of him, but you've heard of The Autopsy of Jane Doe, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, and the criminally underrated Troll Hunter. Um, think Alien? but on a sailing ship instead of a spaceship and with Dracula instead of a Zeno. I am so pumped for this movie. Same here. I'm all about this. Yes. This has been in the works for years. And as soon as I heard it, I'm like, Oh my God, that sounds amazing. Uh, I, I, I can't, I can't wait for this. Um, and, and, and this has come together. Just awesome. Just like, I love this director. I love, if you've never seen troll hunter, Go look it up. It's on like every streaming service. Uh, it's subtitled because it's made in the director's native Norwegian. But it's it sounds goofy, but it's done. It's played totally seriously, and it's it's great. It's fun. It's funny. It's scary. It's awesome. Uh, Autopsy of Jane Doe was great. Scary tell scary stories to tell in the dark. Uh, did a great job of weaving together one narrative for a bunch of separate short stories. Um, I'm here for this movie. I'm I am in. Uh, Jay, tell me why it's gonna suck. Uh what? What? Sorry. <laughs> tell me why I'm dumb for liking it. Good. I what? I didn't say that. Okay. No, you haven't yet. That's why I was asking you to yeah. say it now. Oh, you're dumb for liking it. Thanks. No, no. He didn't want you to say he's dumb for liking it. He wanted you oh. to say why he was dumb for liking it. 
Um, you're dumb for liking it because it's a movie about like three pages from a book. It's not three pages. Like this is like a chapter and a half. Uh, I'm I, okay. Honestly, I don't have anything negative to say. It does sound interesting. <laughs> I, I'm not like I'm not as vested in the whole Dracula lore. I haven't read the book. I don't know as much about it as you guys probably do. I I would watch it streaming. I don't think I would go see it in theaters because, again, I'm not that deep into the whole Dracula thing that I would go see it in theaters. But, like, given the opportunity, I would watch it just to see what it's all about. This one is also in the category of there's no trailer or teaser yet. There's a poster and a release date. Um, but there's not a whole lot of actual footage to be seen yet. So yeah, all I yeah. know is if you go to see this in theaters with anybody but me, I'm I'm gonna be deeply hurt. <laughs> well, Scott, me or John, <laughs> both of us. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> okay, I'm moving on. We got crown to cover. Wait, who turned on the seat warmer? <laughs> <laughs> seat warmer what's seat warmer um okay in yet another movie that fits under the no poster no trailer no teaser uh category uh this also fits into the i'm not sure it's coming out this year uh august 18th the latest from the dc universe blue beetle yeah based on the most recent version of the Blue Beetle character, Jaime Reyes. Um, uh, this has uh, um, Susan Sarandon playing Victoria Cord, who I'm assuming has some relation to Ted Cord, the second Blue Beetle. Um, it also has one of my favorite actors, um, Javier Guillen. I can't pronounce names, I'm sorry. Uh, the guy who plays Guillermo on What We Do in the Shadows, which I love that show and I love this actor. I love that character. Uh, and an undisclosed role. I, I don't... I want to like this movie. Um, first of all, the Jaime Reyes character, Blue Beetle, is a cool character. Uh, I can see why DC picked him to get a movie. Uh, he's also, uh, I think at the time of this recording, will, will be like the first Latin uh, superhero that we'll have gotten to see. And, and that's cool. Uh, and and that, that, that's a whole thing that you can tap into. Um, but without seeing anything, it's hard to get excited. And, and a one-two punch to this is Warner Brothers in DC is such a freaking mess right now. Uh, like I said, as of right now, it's scheduled to come out, but under the current uh, head of Warner Brothers, who knows? He might write the whole thing off as, as a tax write-off, and we may never see it. So it, it's kind of hard to... Yeah. Huh? The set photos look good. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, there's There's been no official stuff from the production to not even like a hey here's your like remember when iron man came out and we got our hey here's your first look at the iron man suit no that's not cgi that's a real suit isn't that cool and we all like salivated over that and it was like the biggest thing on the internet for like you know six hours and and like or like when they were the uh the 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 christian bale batman suit from the dark knight came out and like oh wow that looks so awesome like we haven't even gotten that there isn't even a hey. Here's your first look at Blue Beetle in the upcoming book. There's been nothing. Like I forgot this was even happening until I uh, made this list. So, 
you you know what they're gonna do you know what they're doing what i'll tell you what they're doing they're waiting yeah, yeah. because they're gonna use blue beetle to wash the bad taste of the flash out of everybody's mouth well their timing is off for that then because we haven't... <laughs> oh wait no just flash we yeah. already talked about Flash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. Flash I forgot. Like May or something. There, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they're yeah, going to do. Yeah, you're right, Jay. You're probably right. I, again, I like the character. I, I'm, the idea of a Blue Beetle movie sounds awesome, especially if we we're going to tie in some of the lore of the previous Blue Beetles. Cool, awesome. I love that kind of stuff. Uh, the JSA stuff was my favorite part of, of Black Adam, but it's hard to get excited about a movie when you don't get anything. So I'm hopeful. Yeah, anybody? Yeah, yeah. You know, you can say that, you can use that statement to describe the entirety of the DCU. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm not going to lie, I was mostly confused by the, um, what are they, the JSA? Yes, sir. I was confused by them in Black Adam. I had no idea who they were. They deserved their own movie. I was like, hey, look, it's Falcon? No. Hawkman? There you go. Hawk guy? Well, the problem with Hawkman is the fact that the character, uh, one of his core things is he reincarnates. Like, every time he he and his wife constantly reincarnate to find each other in the next life, which means that writers can continuously sacrifice them. Or he's an alien. Depending on which continuity you're reading. Or he's an alien. Yeah. Well, he's descended from this alien. Or he's a guy who made wings out of a special metal. He's been changed a lot, is what we're trying to say. Well, I, I'm just saying that in So in, don't in feel Black bad about Adam, being confused. Yeah, in Black Adam, I was like, okay, Hawkman, got it. Okay, Doctor Strange, but wearing like special helmet armor. Okay, got it. Uh, uh Tornado Doctor Girl. Strange. Dr. Fate and Dr. Strange are not the exact same character. Dr. Fate is much more nuanced than Dr. Strange is, in my opinion. And to make that comparison is, 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 a, is, a, is a bit of a, a, a not fair to Dr. Fate. But it also you know, lends itself to that you're not wrong. That the treatment of Dr. <laughs> Fate in movies and stuff has been that of Dr. Strange. And, and, and that's been... Yeah, that 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 that's not good. Like uh, they, they yeah. should have done Doctor Fate better in the. Pierce Brosnan was awesome. Yeah, Pierce uh, Brosnan did again, a good job. But... Again, they were the best part of that movie, and they deserve their own movie. But uh, yeah, so no, uh, yeah. you're you're not wrong, Scott. The the whole DC cinematic universe is. I'd like to be hopeful, but you're not giving me much to work with here. Yeah. Uh, Tornado Girl. Uh huh. And, and not Ant Man guy, yeah. And then, Adam Smasher. and then, yeah, Adam Smasher, not Ant Man going the other direction. Yep. <sighs> hey man, Golden Age gets weird, uh, but I love when when movies embrace the weird. Uh, moving on, we are into September now. Jay, are you ready? I know you are. We're completing the trilogy, buddy. The Equalizer three on September first. There was a second one. Yeah, they I, know, I haven't. I've never watched the second one. I haven't either. I remember. I, the, I remember the first one came out. I didn't see it. All right then. I really loved know. the first one. Another wow. Universal. Yeah. No, I, I have nothing against it. I, just, I, I forgot there was a second one. Uh, Denzel's back. Antoine Fuqua, the director's back. Um, 
this is another no trailer, no teaser, no poster. Um, but I assume it will be Denzel Washington dispensing justice to those who need it. Um, cause that's kind of what the movies are. No, the, the, no this, this is, isn't. this isn't, this isn't revenge. It's punishment. Wait, no, 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 no. That, that's, Sorry, that's a different guy. Different Damn guy. it. Uh, uh, um, is it John Wick? No, 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 no. Denzel Washington. It's, it's the oh, equalizer. Oh, He's going to equalize. Thanks. Uh, look, this is this is what I'm I'm calling a solid dad movie. Uh, th- this is probably going to end up on my Dale's top ten favorites of 2023. Uh, this looks like a solid. My dad would want to go see this movie. So, thanks uh, for making the dad movies, Denzel. This would be a solid. I don't think my dad would watch. I think he watched the Equalizer. Because I told him he should. Well, our dads and maybe Scott probably remember the TV show. I do remember the TV show. The original, not the one with Queen Latifah that's on now. No, no, the original TV show. Yeah, with the, uh, with the the big white guy for a long time. Yeah, yeah, I forget his name, but yeah, I do. I remember the Equalizer. I watched the Equalizer. Yeah. I I really enjoyed the first movie. I thought it was good. And then when they made a sequel, I was like, why did you make a sequel to a movie that was perfectly good? Like, <sighs> I'll have to go back and watch the second one. Uh, I'll, I'll, it's me. I'll probably end up going to see this. Yeah, you got to get that. You saw I'm that not, card or whatever. That I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not like pounding down the doors, but I'll, I'll, I'll probably give it a watch. Um, but this next one. So that's one's for you, Scott. Because I, I know you. Uh, and I know you love you're the only person who loved this movie as much, if not more, than I did. Because a lot of I loved this first movie, and a lot of people dumped on it. And I felt kind of like, what? No, you guys are morons. And then Scott saw it, and he was he was totally on board with it. And I loved that. So, Scott, just for you, they are making the nun two. Yeah, I saw this on the list and I was I was intrigued. So like the nun I enjoyed because it's it's part of the conjuring kind of universe, but it yep. doesn't do a lot of there's not a lot of direct tie-ins, just kind of some kind of tertiary stuff because you got the the picture of the nun, like in Yeah, the, the character crosses over, but that's about yeah, the it. character crosses over, that's about it. Um and I love that. Um I'm curious how they're gonna do the nun too. Um so I'm all about, you know, supernatural horror that ties directly into Catholicism um, uh, and, and such. I, I like the first story. I'm, I'm intrigued to see how they do the, the, the next one. Um, you know, I've got it. I've got it pulled up here and it says right here. Uh, it's a sequel. That's about all the information. That's all it says. Yeah, <laughs> sequel <laughs> to the 28th. Yeah. Uh, so Tasia Farmiga is back as Sister Irene. Uh, yep. From the first movie, and and Bonnie uh, Aaron's is back as the nun. The nun yeah. uh, joining them is Anna Popplewell, who you'll probably best recognize if you recognize her at all as as the eldest sister from the Narnia movies. Um, but I'm I'm glad to see her doing stuff. Uh, being directed by Michael Chavez, who also directed Curse of La Llorona and The Conjuring Part Three. So this is his third outing in the Conjuring universe. Um, it makes also, for your bingo list, this is another no poster, no trailer, no teaser. It makes me want to watch the nun again. You know, me too. Didn't didn't they already make this movie? Yeah, it's with, called the nun with Whoopi Goldberg, and she's like hiding in a monastery or something. 
Oh, no, no. Uh, I'm thinking about Jumping Jack Flash. Yeah. Oh, Jumping Jack Flash. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I like the nun. A lot of people said it's like the weakest one in the in the Conjuring universe. I don't agree with that. Uh, but I like. The, I, I'm with Scott. I like the and not so much the Scott enjoyed it for the Catholicism aspect to it, and that's fine. I loved it because this is the most gothic horror movie I've seen in years, and I love a movie that embraces that because the whole thing is set in a monastery that was a castle in the like medieval uh, Europe, and it yeah. was gothic as hell, and I loved it. Oh, uh, there, there's a there's a spoiler there, there's a brief flashback kind of origin thing that involves like knights templar coming in and banishing demons and i'm like where's oh, that oh, freaking movie yes. uh i'd watch that right now but yeah so i'm glad we're getting a yeah. sequel um and I, the conjuring universe is man it's the gift that keeps on giving they keep turning them out and their hit rate is pretty good so far yeah and for a franchise based off of a couple uh, a couple of like half redneck uh, people from Ohio from the 1970s that had a I don't know what you call it uh, it's just, it just keeps on giving it's a con great. yeah they sure had that con I wouldn't call it a con I, they I, sure I, believed it uh you know they they had the disclaimer I think this is for entertainment purposes only uh, mm. I think they gave that at the beginning when you when you went to their house to to view the the menagerie of uh, uh, of haunted objects. But yeah, I also I don't care about the real life couple. The film yeah. couple has been awesome. I, and again, for for a yeah. movie that was never intended to be a franchise, it has sure been the gift that keeps on giving. I agree, just like the Jelly of the Month Club. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then here comes another Sorry, one. That's going to be <laughs> No, no, you didn't. Jelly of the oh. Month Club. I don't know what you're thinking. Uh, this one, Jay, it's going to be real nice. Are you ready? Are yeah. you ready? It's been almost a decade better. since the last one, Wait. but they're 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 coming back because they'll die when they're dead. That's you're... the tagline on the poster. I'm not making it up. Expendables four, September twenty second. We got Jason Statham, we got uh, 50 Cent, we got Megan Fox, um, we got Dolph Lundgren, we got Tony Jaa, we got Randy Couture, we got Ico Uneas, the guy from the Raid movies, and and last build, we have Sylvester Stallone. John. Yes. This comment I'm going to make might uh-huh. hurt you more. Than <laughs> Probably the, not. Than the Haunted Mansion one. <laughs> Probably not, buddy. I have not seen any of the Expendable movies. They're a grab bag. I saw the first two. Uh, You've seen the first one we talked about as Plane. Uh, no, I have not seen the first one. Mm, okay. Second one's better. Third one. Um, eh, I thought I, they were done. I don't. I don't. I don't. I have. I No. <laughs> I would have to watch the first three probably probably not okay but still i'm gonna say yeah. no i'm just gonna go ahead and say no now it's first no. one sold itself entirely on hey look it's all these 80s action stars in the same movie and then because of other contractual obligations and careers they were barely ever on screen together uh and then the second one some of those careers were done uh and, and we could get them all on set to actually be in action scenes together and, and two was much much better uh, three, I was okay. It added some more because again, it was going on the whole like, hey, look, it's all your the action stars from the 80s and 90s hanging out together. By this one, 
the names I read off, none of those really. I mean, yeah, we got some cool action stars in there, but um, this franchise was built on, hey, look, it's all your favorite action stars from the 80s and 90s, and now we're getting into action stars from like three years ago. So, is the the tagline is really they'll be dead when they're dead? That they'll die when they're dead is what it says on the 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 big. There's a teaser poster. It's just their silhouettes, and there's like six different posters, and you put them all together to make one big like uh, uh, wild bunch style lineup shot. And it says they'll die when they're dead. Wow, which would make sense if it was all '80s and '90s guys. Like if it was all old dudes doing an action movie again. And people are like, oh my god, they're still alive? They'll die when they're dead. That might work. But again, this new cast is Stallone's last bill. This was his baby. Now he has last billing. So what what he doesn't he doesn't even want to do these movies anymore. He got distracted by the, the Creed franchise and, and good for him for that. But <laughs> yeah, um I, I got nothing else to add for Expendables yeah. 4. So, it'll die when it's dead. Yeah, it peaked at two, but it'll die when it's dead. Speaking so, of things that'll die when they're... Oh, you on, got something to say? No, yeah, sorry, no, sorry. Hang on, hang on, wait. Sorry. Unless you're planning on going backwards, I have a bit of a bone to pick here. So you go from the Nun 2 with a release date of September 8th to the Expendables, Expendables 4 with a release date of September 22nd. And you We're, skip over the September 15th? Uh, apparently. What, what did I miss, Scott? A Haunting in Venice? Really? We're skipping over Kenneth Branagh's third outing as Hercule Poirot. That has a 23 release or a 24 release? According to the list that you sent us as a link that we were basing this the, these episodes off of, it's a no, that was release. That was past, John. Okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. Go, Scott, sorry. Still going off of. sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm looking forward to this. I, I'm, I'm so looking forward to this. I want to see this next week. Tell us about it, Scott. You know, I mean, so you've got, you know, uh, first of all, I love movies that have the, the, the detective who is the smartest person in the room. You know, um, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, <laughs> Sherlock Holmes, uh, which has had numerous great actors portray Sherlock Holmes. Numerous mediocre actors play Sherlock Holmes. Um, uh, and there was a mouse. There was a mouse. Played he was Sherlock pretty great. Holmes. It was pretty great. Uh, and everything. Um, you've got the new, uh, and, and, and Obi-Jan, I know you don't like them, and I get why you don't like them, and that's fine. We're not here for this debate, but I like the, the uh, uh, what's his name, Daniel Craig, uh, um, uh, uh, Benoit, I forget his name, um, but the 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 the, uh, the knives out uh, movies and stuff, but I like them for a different reason that you dislike them because I I just I like the smartest person in the room reveal stuff like I like that that's what I like and stuff and and one of the originals along with uh, Sherlock Holmes is the character of Hercule Poirot created by Agatha Christie and here recently. Uh, Kenneth Branagh has done a fabulous, fabulous job of bringing that character and these stories to life on the screen. First with Murder on the Orient Express, and then uh, here recently with Death on the Nile, which I actually think is better 
than Murder on the Orient Express. Uh, I thought it was a better movie. Uh, and he's getting ready to do his third outing, uh, you know, um, uh, his his third of 11 outings as uh, Hercule Poirot, if I have anything to say about it, um, with A Haunting in Venice, which is uh, based on the uh, the novel The you know Halloween Party by, once again, Agatha Christie. Uh, and it sees, you know, uh, a retired Poirot uh, who is in a reluctant attendance of a seance, but then somebody is murdered and he kind of has to step up and do his thing. And that's just what I want to see. It's just him doing his fucking thing. That's, that's all I want to see. I don't care about fi- figuring out who did it. I just want to see him do his thing. Uh, loving it. Ready for it. Let's let's give it to me. Give it to me now. Um, I don't I don't want to wait till September. That's just me. Well, Scott, right. it is just you. <laughs> it is not, Scott. <laughs> Sorry, I've, I haven't seen any of these. Uh, his, his characterization, his portrayal of this character is is very good. Um, now, whether he is the best on screen or not is up for debate because everybody who is who has portrayed this character live action, uh, and there's been at, at least two, maybe three others I, that I'm aware of that have done really well. Um, on, on screen, they all do very well and uh, stuff. I do love his because I think it's a little more nuanced. Um, the guy that did the television series was was beautiful and awesome uh, as well. Um, if you haven't seen them, you really do need to see them. Um, there was a TV series. Yeah, yeah. These books have been around for like a century. Yeah, it, oh. it's, it, it was it was a BBC series, so you you, you probably didn't see it. Yeah, I don't. I don't think the BBC is allowed to be broadcast in Iowa, but um, oh, oh. <laughs> sir, we do have something called the BBC. Oh no, wait, sorry, that's the BBW channel. Never mind. No, Scott, I'm sorry, I omitted that. Uh, I, I, I looked over it. My bad. Uh, no, I'm with you. I'm excited. I love Kenneth Branagh and and his character. I would love to see this whole series keep going. Yeah. Um, is there the biggest expense for these movies is the cast because they always feature a really stellar like oh. big name cast. Yeah. Um, and as long as they can get people to to come in and, and and do that for not you know twenty million to come be in your movie, as long as they keep the budget down and keep churning them out fast enough, I don't see any reason for them not to keep making these as long as they you know make them fast, make yeah. them cheap. You'll never lose a dollar. So I'm they, all for they, it. They, yeah, they make money. I mean, now yeah. they may not be blockbusters, but they no, make- but their their budget's low, and that's that's yeah. what matters. Yeah, they're exactly. not making you know two billion dollars, but they don't need to to break even. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, trade off. I'm, I'm with you. I'm sorry I overlooked that. Yeah, you, I swear you, I thought that I'm was like, next I'm year. Like, yes, we're going to hunt, hunting in Venice, and we're like Expendables four. What? Wait, what? No. Sorry, buddy. Sorry. If at any time I jump past a movie you want to talk about, let me know because I uh, I'm sorry. Um, sorry. It's okay. Thank you. So now we're going to go to October. <laughs> okay. Uh, a movie I know we're all super pumped about because there is one cinematic universe we all just can't get enough of if we were all Avia Rod. The SSU, the Sony Spider-Man universe, even though we don't have Spidey. Uh, <clears throat> so, guys, October 6th, Craven the Hunter hits theaters. How pumped are we? 
I'm so super jacked, I can barely contain my excitement. Jay, calm down, buddy. Calm down. Holy cow, if if the fact that I never saw the weird vampire movie with Jared Leto uh, is any indication of how interested I am in this, then yeah. Well, with, with such box office gold as Venom and Venom Let There Be Carnage and Morbius... And the, I'm Morbius. sure it's not. I'm, I'm sure it's not a joke. Upcoming Morbius two. It's Morbin time. Um, <laughs> how? I'm what? sure that's a real thing. I'm sure that's real because uh, the internet says it is. Uh, you know, I don't. I I look. When Sony announced they were going to start doing spinoff movies with Spider-Man villains, the, even though Spider-Man. They yes, they can make Spider-Man movies because Sony has the film rights, but they haven't. They keep forwarding, they, they, they keep farming it out to to Marvel to make more MCU tie-in Spider-Man movies. So they keep making all these villain characters that are centered around Spider-Man that don't have a Spider-Man. Or it was dumb when they did it with Venom. It was a little less dumb with Morbius because he's only tangentially tied into Spider-Man. So you could kind of do his origin story and stuff and, and do that without him. In Craven the Hunter, you can do his origin, I guess. But ask anyone who's read the comics, there's one good storyline with Craven the Hunter, and that's Craven's last hunt. And Spider-Man's kind of important to that storyline. So I don't know what we're doing other than trying to cash in on an IP that we don't understand. We're, we're, we're making Spider-Man movies without Spider-Man. And it makes me feel like J. Jonah Jameson because I want Spider-Man. Eventually, you will have dinosaurs on your dinosaur tour. Hello? 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 hello. Is this thing on? Uh. I really do hate that man. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, I, I was just gonna say I'm with you, John. I I never saw Morbius. I saw Venom. I never saw Venom two because I didn't like Venom that much. But I was I like, Venom. How... Go ahead. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I was just gonna say I, I I don't know how you can have Venom without Spider Man. Like to me, those two have to be together. The, the answer is you completely reinvent the character for your movie, which is what they did uh, and what they continue to do in Venom Part 2, which I only saw because Whitney really wanted to go see it, even though she hadn't seen the first movie because she's weird like that. Uh, and I saw Morbius out of just pure morbid curiosity. Uh, it was kind of like a car wreck. This is going to be bad, but I got to see it for myself kind of thing. And it was bad. It was bad. It felt like a comic book movie that was made in 2004. Because A.V. Rad is terrible and needs to be taken away from making movies ever. Uh, he's a producer. He's been around for decades. Uh, if you've ever watched a Spider-Man movie, you're like, what the hell is this? This is dumb. Probably has to do with A.V. Uh So the guy who greenlit a Venom movie with no Spider-Man, A.V. Uh The guy who forced Venom into Spider-Man 3, A.V. Arat. Yeah. Uh, was so, he, yeah. Was he, was he the one that was responsible for the Peter Parker uh, emo dance? <sighs> That was probably more Sam Raby than I want to admit, but uh, I'm going to say, yeah, yeah, he was. Amy <laughs> um, Radis hasn't learned a single lesson about how to make comic book movies since the early 2000s. Uh, for further evidence, watch Venom or Venom 2 or Morbius. Uh, so moving on, because uh, I, st- I I don't, Aaron Taylor Johnson's playing Craven, which is one of those casting things. I'm like, what? Really? Him? Quicksilver 1? 
he's really okay sure uh russell crowe's in it as somebody they haven't announced to that, that's does anyone care nope all right moving Let's on move on <laughs> moving on scott in case the nun two lets you down buddy we got you a backup we got a sort of remake sort of sequel to the exorcist on october 13th it's called the exorcist uh, you know the guys that made Halloween 2018, where yep. it's a sequel like 30 years later? Yep. Okay, same fucking thing, Exorcist. Yeah. So, first of all, uh, the sequel to Halloween in 2018, I didn't mind. I thought it was a decent little movie. Um, I loved it. After, after that, they kind of lost their focus, I think. But oh yeah, uh, doing the same treatment to The Exorcist, I'm somewhat intrigued by this because I like The Exorcist. I love the whole Catholic thing, you know. Um, uh, I'm 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 very very intrigued by this. I'm looking forward to seeing this movie. I'm sorry, um, Scott. Yeah. You're what? <laughs> what are you? No. What are you? In, in, uh huh. You, interested? You, no, no. Oh, gonna say jiggy. Um, uh, I'm I'm um, uh, intellectually stimulated. Oh no. Okay, hold on, hold on, Scott. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. So, okay. if you're gonna take the Halloween 2018 formula, yeah, and apply it to The Exorcist, yeah, what is the actress you would bring back? Oh, um, shit. Uh, Linda Blair? Linda Blair, Reagan, yeah. Not appearing in this movie. Not appearing in this movie, not from what I've seen. But <laughs> the, the actress who plays the mom is the mom? Yes. Yes. Ellen yes, Burstyn, who plays yeah, her Burstyn. mom, it is coming back, yes. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I will agree that, 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 you know, I'm not very jiggy with. But, um... I don't have anything against that actress, but... Yeah. Yeah, no. Um but no, I'm I'm intrigued. Um uh and, and I want to see what happens because like the Exorcist franchise after the Exorcist really did uh, <laughs> yeah. go downhill quickly. Sure did. So, yeah, I, and 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 I would say that that is what is intriguing me more than anything else is okay. You're going to try it again. You're gonna get a second chance. You're you're gonna try again to give us a compelling sequel. Um, so I'm I'm curious. Yeah, and I'm not making the Halloween comparison just to be funny. Literally, this is being directed by David Gordon Green and produced by David Gordon Green, Jason Bloom, and Danny McBride, the guys yeah. who produced and directed the yeah. Halloween 2018 and the sequels to that. Yeah. So I'm yeah. not just saying that to be funny. Literally, the same team is working on this movie. Now, one thing that is is you know kind of upsetting me is if like if you look at the the pictures and images that have been associated with it, they're very creepy. They're very artistic. I like all of them except for one. Can you guess which one that is? I haven't looked. I only saw one poster. Yeah, well, there's there's several different images. Whether they're all posters or not, I don't know. But they're different images, you know. You know. Is it the kid crawling down the stairs backwards? No, that scene is no, stupid. Okay. No, no, no. It is the doorway that says "knock, knock." Guess who's back? Because the doorway prominently displays what? Yes, that is right. An inverted cross. A fucking inverted cross. Everyone, buckle up. Here we go. It's the stupidest shit ever for demonic 
shit. It has nothing to do with demonic. It is called a Nicene cross. It is a Catholic symbol. It is featured on the papal throne. It is known as St. Peter's cross because St. Peter was crucified upside down per request because he did not believe he was fit to be crucified in the same manner as his Lord Jesus Christ. The symbol of an inverted cross shows deference to God. It does not thumb their nose at God. It has nothing to do with Satanism. It has nothing to do with demology or anything else of that nature. And it needs to be taken out of horror films because it's stupid. But Scott, we can get that really cool scene of all the crosses on the wall turning upside down. Yes, because obviously demons show deference to God all the time, and they 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 wish to show that by you know mimicking Saint Peter's. Maybe cross that's the I twist see. the whole time. I don't. Care. It's not, but okay. So, Exorcist. Uh, the uh, I'm cautiously optimistic. I love Halloween 2018 as their sequels kept going on less and less. Um, I, I was not a fan of ends. We'll just leave it at that. Um, so again, the, the concept intrigues me. Um, a little confused. We're not bringing Linda Blair back because again, if you're going to bring one person back from the original exorcist, it's, it's, it's Reagan, the girl who was possessed that that's yeah, but... the story. Uh, but she won't do it cause she's a born again Christian. She won't do it anymore. Um, and I also have a bone to pick. I'll keep this really short. Uh, if you're making a sequel to a movie, more than a decade after that movie, you don't get to use the same title as the first movie. Because <laughs> this will forever be known as The Exorcist 2023. Oh, man. What's the best sequel to The Exorcist? The Exorcist? No, no. What's the best sequel? Yeah, The Exorcist. No, the sequel to The Exorcist. Which one's the best? Yeah, The Exorcist. No! You put a subtitle or a number on there, you son of a bitch. Moving on. A movie that knows how to title itself, guys. Saw X. I don't care. October 27th. I've never seen any Saw movie. Yeah, I'm with Scott. I haven't seen a single one of them. I am mostly confused because I thought we just rebooted the franchise like two years ago with with Spiral in 2021, but apparently not. We're we're, we're doing we're, we're bringing back Tobin Bell, even though he's been dead for like four movies. I don't know what's going on. I don't care. I ain't gonna see it. All right, fair enough. <laughs> November, uh, and I didn't copy over the release date. Uh, coming out in early November, I assume. November 3rd, Dune Part 2. There was a Part 1? Yes, he refused to see it because Part 2 isn't out yet. I did? You told me that. We had a whole talk. Good for me. Yeah, you Uh, said you didn't want to watch Dune until you were going to wait until Dune Part 2. You said you were waiting for the second half of that movie to come out. I did? Yes. I think it was last week, even. Okay. Fair enough. So the entire cast is from part one is back. Uh, Danny Villeneuve is back directing. And I say this because these were not shot back to back or as one production. They filmed and wrapped and edited Dune part one and then put it out in theaters and hoped it made enough money to get a part two. Thankfully it did. <laughs> uh, we're adding some cast members, Austin Butler, uh, Florence Pugh, Christopher Walken, uh, Tim Blake Nelson are all joining, uh, and I assume it will be the second half of the novel of Dune. I didn't see the first part, so... The first one was absolutely fantastic. Uh, seriously, my, my biggest complaint about Dune 1 was, why did you only do half the damn book? Uh, so I'm excited oh, for part that's two. that's who Tim Blake Nelson is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Austin Butler is the guy that played Elvis in the Elvis movie, Scott. Okay. All right. November 17th, because you can't let a good franchise die. The Hunger Games, Ballad of Snakes and Songbirds. I just I just want to quote Megan when mm-hmm. I read that. Mm-hmm. Uh, her exact reaction was, they already made that a movie? Didn't the book just come out? What I so. find intriguing is we canceled the franchise because the fourth movie barely made money. It was right when that whole like split your last book into two movies trend finally died. But we're back at it again. So, all right. Uh, speaking of back at it again, uh, the same day, if Hunger Games doesn't grab you, you've got an alternative. Trolls-topia, which is like the third or fourth Trolls movie. Oh, shit. Like the Trolls? like the Yeah, yeah, yeah. The oh shit! They made a third or fourth one of that. There's at least two of them already. Oh Jesus! Well, I I I think that's. I'm sure if I looked it up, it made like a billion dollars because kids' movies always do well in the summer. uh, But not to be outdone, a week later on the 22nd, we have Disney's Wish. I wish I knew what the hell this movie was because I even looked it up and I was like, oh, okay. There's a plot synopsis and some actors, and that's it. So that's another one that I'm gonna pass because I'm gonna wait and see. Like I don't, uh, if I don't, yeah. I don't know anything about it right now, so I can't make a decision. Uh, I think in all those Hunger Games, don't care. Totopia, don't care. Disney's Wish, eh, I don't know if I don't care yet. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know. <laughs> there are known knowns and there are unknown knowns and there are also unknown unknowns shit you don't know you don't know i feel like i feel like joey in that episode of friends even if i could uh scott any thoughts about those movies oh no not at all I've never seen any one of them i don't know anything <laughs> about them uh you could tell me that trolls 72 was coming out and i'd be like oh what's that Troll, troll two, trolls seventy two. No, trolls two. No, no, Seven. just troll, troll singular troll. two. Troll two. It's troll, but it's the second one. All right, moving on. December. Here we go. We're gonna wrap this stuff up. December fifteenth, we have <clears throat> Wonka. The story focusing specifically on a young Willy Wonka and how he met the Oompa Loompas on one of his earliest adventures. Why? I. Go ahead, Scott. No, just why? That's not... Oh, I thought you said I. I thought you were gonna like <laughs> start it. No, no, no. There's no I. No, literally, that's the entire statement. Why, Scott? I bet there's one thing I could say to maybe get you to care about this movie. Okay, go ahead. Rowan Atkinson's in it. <sighs> that is the sound of a man begrudgingly thinking of maybe watching a movie. Uh, Timothy Chalamet is playing young Willy Wonka. Uh, Rowan Atkinson is in it as priest. I don't know. What I mean, Keegan Michael Key is also in it. Um, I'm scrolling through because I did not get this far in my meticulous planning. Yeah, I don't quite know why we needed a Wonka origin movie. Um, uh, I there you go. I wasn't sure if there could be a movie on this list that I could care less <laughs> about right now, okay. but like. I can't remember. Did you hit? Did we hit the Fast and Furious one? I thought it was last week. Was it? I don't know. But like, 
I give zero. Oh yeah, because that was a hell no next to that one. Yes, it was. This one I I literally have no shit about. Like I give right. zero shits for this. So. Well, then we're gonna move on. We're gonna blow right past it. Uh, December twentieth, as of the time of this recording, and I can't stress that enough. Ghostbusters, whatever we're calling this one, uh, Firehouse is the the title they said was the shooting title, which is weird because you don't normally announce your shooting title. You have a shooting title to keep the production under wraps, but they went ahead and told the whole world. Uh, so we're going to call it Ghostbusters Firehouse for lack of a better uh, uh, Gil Kennan, who was the co-writer uh, and producer of Ghostbusters Afterlife is now directing this one. Uh, Jason Reitman is producing and I think still co-writing. Um, the original cast, well, the cast from Afterlife will be back as far as I know. Everyone's coming back. Uh, and we know at least Danny and and uh, Ernie will be back for this. So, Scott, let's have some wild speculation. Well, uh, so, first of all, I mean, yeah, we all know it's coming out. I mean, Ghostbusters Afterlife made bank uh, for the for the cost uh, of, of what it was. It, Ghostbusters Afterlife in my opinion, has single-handedly saved the live-action Ghostbusters franchise, maybe even just the Ghostbusters franchise in general, total live-action or animation. I could not agree more. Even though we haven't seen animation yet, it's just... It's coming, it's coming. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to to the second one, and two reasons that I'm looking forward to the second one. One is that awesome shot of the containment unit still powered up apparently mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know at the end uh now i'm sure that was just a kind of like hey let's let's throw this shot in so we have some place to go um but also that whole thing where um uh in the in the uh 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 shit the the promo is not the word i'm looking for but the trailer the the, the, the press stuff Preview. That, like, okay the, yeah, the, the Jason Reitman was doing and stuff. Promotion you know. stuff, yeah. Promotion, thank you. Promotion's the word I'm looking for. In the promotions uh, for Afterlife, somebody had asked uh, Jason Reitman about, you know, we see Ecto-1 in this movie, and it appears to be an original movie configuration, not Ghostbusters 2 configuration. Is it the same car? Are they different cars? Whatever. Then Jason Reitman, and I'm paraphrasing here, uh, makes the statement, oh, I wish I could talk more about that, but there is a story there. Now, whether how fleshed out it is, I don't know, but it tells me that Jason Reitman and his writing partner, who apparently Kenan. Is, yeah, um, have had discussions like like, you know, like they got to, they've gotten together many nights over a bottle of bourbon because bourbon is the only thing that needs to be drank. Um, and and uh, they've had discussions. They've had talks. What if we did this? What if we did that? Yeah, then we could do this. We could do that and, and everything. So they've got all these ideas. And I know they've got more stuff in the bank. Uh, <coughs> I'm, I'm a little disappointed that Jason Reitman is not directing. I know he's still on board. He's still producing. He's still there. He's just handing off probably more of the day-to-day duties to, to his writing partner. Now, whether that was... You know, hey, I'll do the first one. You do the second one. That type of thing. I don't know, but we'll see. I am, I am stoked for this. I am, I am all down for it. Uh, looking forward to it. Whether it comes out this year or not is a different matter. But yeah, let, let's go. More, more. Yeah. Ghostbusters. Don't mistake. I am hyped. It's Ghostbusters. I'm excited for. It. I loved Afterlife too. 
Um, the only reason I sound uh, trepidatious about this is it's not scheduled to start shooting until March of this year. I'm not an expert in filmmaking, but if you start shooting in March, December seems like a very, very optimistic release date. Given the amount of post-production work I imagine a Ghostbusters movie would entail. So I, I'm not shitting on the movie. I'm excited for it. I love everything about it. I'm game. I'm here. I'm there. Um, but I don't think it's coming out this year. Uh, I will not. I would bet money this will get bumped to probably summer of 2024. Just realistically. Yeah, um, I, I, every I, all the Ghostbuster fans on the internet who are going crazy for oh, it's our shooting this month. It'll be out in December. It's coming out this year. Like, and then I, I don't, I don't think it is. I don't think it is. The, the, the last one surprised us because it was Afterlife was in development for over a year before they even announced it was happening. That's why there was such a quick like the week after they announced it. Here's a trailer for it. That movie happened fast because they kept it quiet. This one's the opposite. This one we've known about since they announced it was happening. I don't think it's coming out, but uh, and it's, as far as the Jason uh, Reitman thing, when they asked him about sequels on the press tour, the answer he gave was awesome. He says, well, my I had a Ghostbusters story, and I've told that now. I have a lot of friends who are really cool filmmakers. They have a lot of cool Ghostbusters stories. I'd like to see those. So I think it was always the plan for him to step back as producer and let other people come play with the toys. Yeah. Um, I also had to imagine the passing of his father was a huge impact on that too, because yeah. his dad basically, and this is what he admitted, his dad basically co-directed Afterlife with him. Yeah. I got to imagine stepping back into that universe and that role without your dad is got this early after losing your father has got to be a thing like, yeah, no, I'll produce this one I can't direct. So I'm fine with all that. Yeah, um, I, I'm fine with it. Yeah, I agree. I'm 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 okay with it. I just. I don't know. It just kind of kind of gets me a little bit that we're this will be the first Ghostbusters movie not directed by a Ryman. Yep, the first ever. Okay, our last movie. Here we go, guys. We're ending the year. A Christmas gift oh, from Warner you, Brothers. Oh, oh, what, what? You didn't want my opinion on Ghostbusters? I see how it is. <laughs> not after you shit over Haunted Mansion, you jackass. I don't. It's fine. No, yeah, I don't. It's fine. yeah. No, yeah. Wait, 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 Jay, you don't have to say it. I got it. I got you here. Hey, hang on. I'm not. I'm I'm not mad. Why would I be mad? I have nothing to be mad about. I have no reason to be upset about anything. Nothing at all. No reason to be upset at all. Well, good. Since Jay's not mad, tell us what you think about Ghostbusters Firehouse, maybe? You know what? I'm not going to go see it now, just to spite you. <laughs> it's fine. You not, I will cover the cost of you not seeing it by seeing it <laughs> 11 billion times in theaters. I, I'm, I, but my quick synopsis so that we can move on is I agree. I don't think it'll come out this year. Um, but my wild speculation, it would be pretty awesome if they somehow tied in the video game characters to the movie. Which video game characters? From, uh, 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 Spirits Unleashed? Yeah. Okay. If we had Eddie and um, the girl. Could be interesting. We'll find out. Wild speculation. Hey, that's what I asked for, so thank you. Uh, all right, last on this list, a Christmas present from Warner Brothers in the DC Universe. <laughs> a movie that was supposed to come out last year. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. 
I am pumped. I can't wait. Aquaman is fantastic. Aquaman was amazing. Aquaman still is the highest grossing DC movie ever made. Suck it, Chris Nolan. Give me more. It also has Patrick Wilson coming back as Ocean Master. What's not to love? What do you guys think? Uh, I'll probably watch it on streaming. I don't think I'll go see it in theaters. Scott, I made you go see the first one. You did. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Scott. You sound like the guy that, like, somebody made you eat something that you didn't want. You like, you didn't like, like they forced you to try it. And you're like, ah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And you're not wrong. It's kind of like, yeah, I, I remember that. It was, it was okay. I mean, it wasn't bad. You know, it was, it wasn't the worst. Uh, DCU movie that I saw. Um, it wasn't the best DCU movie that I saw. Um, it was it was all right. Um, I don't know. Once again, when it comes to these DCU movies that are coming out because they've already been filmed and they're part of the like, I just they're part of a now defunct universe. Yeah, I don't really care anymore. You know, it's like so. Eh. I'm excited for this for a couple of reasons. Number one, I honestly, I'm not being, I love the first Aquaman movie. I love when comic book movies aren't afraid to steer into the skid of how ridiculous they are, of how their you know, ridiculous their source material is. And Aquaman was not afraid to do that. There is legit a shot in Aquaman of an octopus playing the drums while Aquaman and his brother have a, have a, a, a trident fight in an arena built around an underground volcano. That is ridiculous, and I loved it. And it only gets crazier from there. Uh, So I loved the first movie. I'm very excited. It it took everyone by surprise. No one expected the movie to do this well. Um, It was $1.5-something billion. Again, I'm not joking. It is, to date, the highest-grossing DC movie ever made. Suck it, Chris Nolan. Uh, So... I'm excited to see what they do with the sequel, mostly because, as Scott said when we talked about the first one forever ago, okay, cool, what stories left to tell? <laughs> they kind of covered all their bases in the first one. Uh, we did. We visited all seven kingdoms and saw all the different people, and he fought his brother, and now he's Aquaman, and he has the trident of Poseidon, and okay, what's left? Uh, so I'm excited to see <laughs> what did they come up with for what's left. Um, that being said... It, I have a little kernel of hope that James Gunn and his partner, when they're as they're planning out what the future of DC will be, they're smart enough not to throw the proverbial baby out with the bathwater and things that are working like Jason Momoa's Aquaman and Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman won't be just cast aside forever and they'll eventually get folded back in somehow, some way. So uh, I'm not going to let the fact that DC and Warner Brothers is a Dan with a billion uh, holes in it at this point. Uh, excuse me for being excited for this movie. So uh, the, the teasers at the end may end up going nowhere. I've seen that before. Uh, it won't hurt me. I'm just, I'm just, I hope we get more crazy fun Aquaman shit. So there we go. I am Aquaman. It's ah. <clears throat> a great, it's a great impression, buddy. You did see the movie. I like that. 40 year old virgin 
reference right there for you. All righty. So that's all I've got for 2023. Anything I left off? I think we covered pretty much everything. Uh, cool. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, no. I, I think I was just saying, who talks first? Do you talk first? Do I talk, I talk first? first? So that is our ridiculously long, because we can't control ourselves, look at the movie slate to 2023, what's coming to theaters, uh, the movies we're excited to see, the movies we'll wait for, and the movies we could care less about. Uh, but there they are. Let us know. What do you agree with? What do you disagree with? Do we leave something out? Um, did we spend too much time? Let us know. What movies are you excited for 2023? Uh, and we'll see you at the movies. Until then, this has been your weekly Nerd Alert.